of a 7 and 0 here and if if you just want to notice this it's just something I want to bring up here that's not to toot my own horn but it might be a little bit um i had um every player on buy or out on my bench i had zero bench points but managed to fill all my slots through a lot of work and i had to keep a kicker and it, well, it got pretty tricky right there I wonder if everyone in the league would be able to at least follow this example. I'm not saying to score a whole bunch of points or anything, but at least maybe bother to, um, at, you know. You, you, you know, like I completely agree with you, but, you know, as you've said in the chat, having a zero-point bench is not a thing. Yeah, man. I'm out on that. I, I got to agree with Tamayo there. Uh, having a zero point bench seems like something I could pull off anytime I wanted. If, if interested, I'll, I'll be happy to go ahead and match you with that one. Your 217 deserves a lot of credit. Your ripping on Casey gets my full support. However, your zero point bench, that's a thumb down for me, dog. Yeah. I mean, the only reason I didn't have a zero point bench is because I didn't drop my ex extra quarterback. But, but, but you need to understand. Nope. But you need to understand that I didn't have anyone else to play, that I worked it to where that was it. Okay. Oh. No, no we, we, we completely agree. But, I mean, just yeah, having all right. your buys line up, that's 60% fluke. I mean, look, great. You're in a great position. You're the number one team in the league. No, it's, it's not just one, though. It's having both things happen. It's having a high score. Okay. It's having the high, the high score with the zero point bench. It's not just one occurrence. You get all the credit. You get all the credit. But like Tamala said, he kept a backup quarterback. That's the only reason he didn't have a zero point bench. I picked up a guy last minute and had one other guy score. And otherwise, I would have had a zero point bench. So I just think that you should be celebrating and, and acknowledged for your incredible uh, performance with all those buys. If you want to give the caveat of saying I had a lot of buys, go ahead and take that. And especially with the points you put up, you deserve it all. Yes. Just take your zero. That's point what point. I'm saying. Yes. Yeah. I mean, like, how about buys and injuries? But like, I mean, you you were talking about that zero point bench before the week even kicked off. That's true. All right. Well, let's move in. Let's start the week. Yes. All right. But um, with buys and injuries. Moving on. All right. All right. So I, I, I guess I need to actually share my screen, and I forgot. So let me go. We got and all you know, about I mean, it. I, you know, I would love to hear some feedback from this because, like, a, a lot of what we do is um, we show the screen on on here. And I, I just kind of wonder, you know, if uh, it seems like most of the league who watches um, comes back and they listen to the podcast version, the audio version, not the video version. And I'm just wondering if it is actually useful for them or if it's just you know we should do less of the visual stuff well tamala i could speak to that a little bit because I, I listened a few times when i missed it and i would say that now granted i could picture it in my head but i think it helps i like seeing it i like seeing okay. it for me i think it helps me and mike uh, keeping up with what you're what you're talking about what you're referencing and for those that are watching it gives them that visual aspect i don't think it takes too much away if you're listening to the podcast form because we are still talking about it and saying out loud what we're discussing so I think you it's know, fine. and maybe here's what I would say, Matt. Maybe we and, and you know JTI and yourself. Maybe we can do. Um, we'll try not to do a famous radio. Look at that, 
or you know what I mean? Like we'll 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 I will go out of my way to make sure that when we do reference a number or reference a spot, that we do specifically st- that we state the numbers that we're. I think we do a pretty good job yeah. at it. Yeah. I, I, I yeah. do. We, we we do. All right, so let's let's kick it off. Um, I got destroyed. I put up the lowest score in the league. I put up one of the lowest scores of the year. Um, with you know only putting up ninety seven points. Um, and JT put up one hundred and fifty two, so he absolutely destroyed me. JT had his top court, his quarterback, top running back, top receiver, and like seven other people on by, and he still managed to beat me. Um, it was a terrible, terrible performance by me. My team is terrible. Um, I And you know what? I only had one bye, so it's all injuries. Yeah, I was um, going to say, you had some pretty intense yeah. injuries, though, so that's worth noting. Yeah, but it's not going to get any be- better. Fair. Mo- moving on. Um Colin is kind of pulling away from the pack for the second uh, place team with a uh, one uh, one seventy victory uh, against Rachel's one thirty two hard uh, charge from Colin. He's been great lately. Yes, he's a clear number two. Yeah. Um, and with the upset of the week, um, we had Joelle uh, getting her second victory, uh, beating Casey. 107 to 106.7. Well, I'd just like to take a minute here, Tamar, to uh, to question the idea that during the rules meeting, why we decided to make Friday the day that we have to set our lineups by. I think that rule is really unfair. It, it really puts people in a complete disadvantage when there's things that are announced. But, you know, when we vote on those things, a rule's a rule. So everybody sets their lineup by Friday. You can't look Saturday. You can't look Sunday. There's no internet. And you know, and JT, I just want to question this because maybe it's just I have like a special phone or something. I remember those ESPN phones. I think mm-hmm. I might have one. Mm-hmm. Because what mm-hmm. mine does is, is if there's somebody who's out or whatever, it will actually send a push pin alert to my weird. phone. Weird. It's weird. And I must have one of those ESPN phones that I think special. went out of business. Special. And and I'll be honest, I sat there for a good 20 minutes when he got all fired up. Just trying to figure out what in the world he meant when he said those words about a bottom and a mouth. I still don't think I get it. <laughs> like I said, I'm not up on the code there, guys. But I, I, I say this. So, so let me play a little devil's advocate. Okay. He, he said he said his team Friday. He was in. Move was announced later. Absolutely. You guys are absolutely 100% right. I will say, I was at a birthday party on Sunday. It started right at 1, so, you know, I get there a little bit early. I had no service. I was trying to pull up my team. I couldn't. I'm actually very glad that I didn't because I probably would have started vomiting on this little girl's cake. (laughs) It was so ugly. You would have made it worse than it was. (laughs) But at at the same time, not everybody spends an hour or two a week planning and performing on a fantasy football podcast, we might be a little bit more dedicated than some of the other members of the league. And, you know, based on my record, it obviously shows. (laughs) 
I want to I want to I want to take this in the other direction. This has been a problem that we've had with other league members. We've addressed it with having fines. And like I, I think that it would be important for everyone to be conscious that this is a problem. It's seen as a problem in the league. This isn't one of the leagues where like this is just gonna be brushed by and nobody will look at. It. Yeah. So, but but here's my thing. If it, if it if you, if you have a problem with it, and you think it affects the competitive spirit of the league, make a motion. Have that person kicked out. No, I mean, look, no one's wanting to get Casey kicked out. It, it only harms him. Like in this case, it literally only harms him, and the rest of the league is not necessarily paying penance for this. Joelle is one of the, the lower scoring teams. She's not going to get points battle. She's not going to get wins battle. It, it it hurts himself. It's a bummer because we live in an age where it seems like there are ways around this. If he knew he was going to be in a place for the entire weekend where, where he couldn't, then and you call a friend or something like that. I, I mean, I get it. There's a commitment level that might be different. But here's the other thing. Casey talks a lot of shit. And the minute you do that, you immediately get it thrown back in your face when you <laughs> And so that's it right there. Game over. You don't get to do that. I'm Mr. Weldon Wood. I'm the champion. Blah, 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 blah. And then all of a sudden be like, meh, I was in the West Wing tournament. No, 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 no. You can't do both sides. It's one or the other, man. I'll tell you right now, if Colin came in and had this happen, no one would be saying a word other than bummer, man, you should have done it. Because Colin doesn't run his mouth. Casey runs his mouth. And you know what? It's good. It's fun. I like that he does it, but you don't get both sides. I mean, I participate back with him, so I, I we, we can't totally. say, and you do as well, JT. And yes. Absolutely, and if I okay. did this, I would expect every one of you to rip me to shreds. Yeah, and you know, I, I think the big thing is, you know, like you said, it's, it's not that big of a deal because he was playing Joel, but you know what, if he was playing uh, Michael Thomas, yeah, you know, a oh, lower huge who needs the wins to get in, that would have been a problem. Or look I mean, at that's Jake. Michael Thomas's path in. Yes. How about Jake? He would have he would have lost to Jake by twenty two hundredths of a point as well, and it would have been huge for Jake. Jake would have stopped the skid. Yeah, and, and Jake would be tied for second. So it, it definitely could have mattered. It didn't end up mattering, but that's why we bring this stuff up because, as as Mike mentioned, this has been a league wide issue in the past. And an issue. Yeah. So that, as you can see, there's some. I'm sure we'll talk even more about this later on in the week, and this will be a continuing issue. Um, oh, you can bank on it. But yeah, <laughs> all right. Um, I'm going to skip over the next game real quick, and then we're going to go. Michael, the Michael Thomas does get the victory he needs. Big one, one thirty-three. Yeah, uh, against Jake's one hundred seven. Uh, so that was a huge victory. What happened? Yeah. yeah, yeah, real good win for Michael. And then uh, our final matchup, uh, we had, and probably the most exciting matchup of the week. Um, we had Scarano beating Brian with a two seventeen to a one sixty four. Uh, Scarano high score of the week again. Uh, Brian no. puts, puts up first time the year. third highest score. Uh, but so oh, tough break for Brian, man. So he just he cannot catch a break right now. He is just a brutal stretch. You put a 163, not only do you lose, <laughs> you lose by 54. 
And and it was funny to just watch Kamara just go off. And I was like, he can't win, but like I I just always think like if it were a different team, like like Kamara would have just sailed past him and he would have had a win on Monday night, which is always fun. I know Tamala doesn't like that. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let me reload because I had last week's stats. I was going to say that looks old. Yeah. Uh, so, Mike uh, Serrano, you do still have the high score of the week. Um, of the year. Of the year. That's what I mean. Um, high score ever. Do we know? Uh, we changed the rules. So, like, the hard part about it, Mike, is we change rules and we change things. So, yeah. It, it, it is more than likely a high score of all time, but we also have to keep in mind that it wouldn't have been as possible a few years back. Doesn't U23 sound good, though? Like somebody got it? Maybe. Anyone listen? Anyone Especially listening? Like zero point bench. <laughs> zero point bench. That's right. the real so, Storano, you have scored 1,157 points this year. Remember, Tamale, you can sort those columns. There we, there we go. There we are. And, and look at that number two. And JT, you are actually you sneaked up with your with your one fifty three. You got up to one thousand eighty seven, which puts you in uh, second place by quite a comfortable margin. Um, yeah, know, Mike, Mike's Mike's way ahead. I was actually closer after last week. Yes. Yeah. But, but you know, you're... yeah, but weren't you like fourth last week? No, 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 no. In points, I was second. I've been second in the league in points for a while now. Okay. So uh, let me ask you guys this. Where does this actually put Brian? That, that's what I'm most interested in. Well, we'll find out game. in just a second when we come to we'll it. We'll find I, out in a second. Yeah. Right. It, it is fascinating. Uh, Colin and uh, Colin is a third with uh, 1080 or 1081, really. Then there's quite a drop. You know, Scarano's kind of by himself. JT, you're right there with Colin. And then there's a drop, um, Jake, with a 10-21. And he's kind of by himself. Um, but, you know, I might put him in with Rachel, who has a, a 1,008, Brian a 1,003. And then we kind of have another tier where we have Casey with a 982, and then me with a 970. And then we have another drop where it goes uh, Mike, V. Michael Thomas, with a 897 and then Joel with an 893. So even with the huge week Michael Thomas had, he is still second to last in points. Yeah, but as you will see with that little number next to his name, he is in the playoffs thanks to being yeah. on the floor. Yeah, and then uh, just so we know, uh, Colin, uh, points against. Uh, Collins had less points, least amount of points against, followed by Scarano. Um, yeah. Followed by JT, mm-hmm. um, Ben Casey, Joel, Cleveland, uh, Jake, the Michael Thomas, then myself, Rachel, and then Brian's had the most points scored against him, and that kind of shows in his uh, rankings. Yeah, Tamala, I would I would argue there that from me down to Rachel is pretty much all bunched together pretty well. I mean, it, it's a grand total of you know, 75 points, 85 yeah. points, which is not that much over seven weeks. Uh, it's when you, you know, Mike is a little more out there. Colin is definitely, that's a really weird drop. Yeah. And then poor, poor Brian. Brian's really taking, <laughs> taking another well, chance. And a big part of that is Mike's week against him last week. 
you, you know, I, I was really kind of surprised to see you having that many points against you. Um, you know, and part of that may have been the me playing you this week. I was going to say it was just you. Otherwise, I would have been <laughs> much worse. But, but like, I mean. It's interesting you, you because what you're, really, what you're looking at is, and this is where it becomes a little bit funny, is you're essentially looking at, and I don't want to get too, this show's already nerdy enough, but like you're looking at the standard deviation. Right. Is it high on one week, low on the other week? And then it makes it look, I think that's what you're seeing with Brian. Yeah. But, yeah. but, but, but what I'm saying with JT, he has a high point scored. He has a one, low yeah. scored against, but he has a terrible record. Uh, terrible seems uh, like a stretch, but all right. I mean, I, I would expect you closer to a Colin a Colin type record of five and two instead of a three and four. Okay, you're but still getting you're still getting in the wild card, JT. Yeah, well, we'll worry about that in a second. But I, I get all you. Right. Let's let's take a look at it. All right. So let's go into our rankings. Or um. Oh, that's that's. Is, is this what you wanted? Yeah. 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 All right, so um, oh, I, I I didn't I didn't sort it. Yeah, that's what confused me. That's all. No worries. All right, so we have Joelle um coming in last. Uh, Mike and I ranked her tenth. Uh, JT, you ranked her uh, ninth. Um, and you ranked Brian last. Can you kind of go through that? Why you thought Brian should have been ranked lower than Joelle? I just, I, I, it's not even that, like, I think his team is worse. It's just that the, the, the absolute stink that has been on him right now, like his awful string of luck where he puts up a 163 and he loses or where this guy gets hurt and then that guy gets hurt and he loses or whatever it might be. It, it just seems to be like he's got a curse against him. I don't think his team's bad at all. Anybody that's no. put up a 163 is great, but... He's just at a point right now where he's lost five in a row. I want to make sure that like five in yeah. a row, that's really hard to do, especially with a good team. And it just seems like he's got a curse on him. So when I ranked him there, it was just out of the downright awful luck. Whereas Joel goes to sleep with her kicker missing two straight field goals. And then the guy drills a 50 yarder in the rain to beat Casey by three hundredths of a point. And, and to me, that was almost like the exact opposite amount of luck that Brian has. So I, I honestly think Brian is probably a top five team, but right now he's really, really struggling with getting wins. And if he doesn't start getting some points pretty soon, uh, he, he may miss the playoffs with, with a really good team. So I put him down there just based on karma as opposed to actual team performance. Okay. Um, so with Brian, you ranked him 10th, Mike ranked him 9th. I actually had him ranked 7th. Um, I, I, I think, I think he has a good team. I think he has a stronger team than several of the teams at the bottom here. Um, yes. And, and I, you know, as we know, he pays attention. He makes the moves. It's um, not about the owner. It's just about the, the, the stink. Yeah. Well, I, I, I think that stink will... So we're halfway through the season. Um, you know, it gets to a point you are who we thought you are, but at the same time, there's still plenty of time to make a move. I, I mean, I think the only one who is guaranteed a spot 
in the playoffs right now would be Scarano. I'd say Colin too. I think you'd have a tough time him not getting it. Yeah, I'd say those two, just because Colin's points are high as well. Yeah, but but like I said, you know, Mike's in his kind of his own little tier. It would take. I, I don't know. I, I think it could be done. Do I see it happening? No. I think there's a good chance that Colin makes it, but at the same time, it, yeah. it, I think it's possible. It's hypothetical, but... All right. Uh, next, we have, uh, coming in eighth, we have uh, V. Michael Thomas. JT, you ranked him eighth. Mike, you ranked him seventh, and I ranked him ninth. I think... You this know, this was- is what I'm going to say. And, and and as much as... I, This is just one thing that I looked at to put him at that seven. Um, it's a team who right now is in the playoffs. And I know, like, it doesn't look good. But right now, season ends today, he's in the playoffs. And we're still ranking him below a playoff spot. Yeah, I, I just I just look at those points. He had a big week. He gained points on almost every team. But at the same time, he is still so far below everyone but Joel. Yeah, he's got he's got some ground to make up. It, the win was huge. The win's yeah, the reason that yeah. that he's going to keep going. Right now, he needs wins more than he, almost he needs points. It's it may be yes. too too steep a climb with the points without getting some of those big injury guys back quicker. All right. So uh, next we have uh, we don't have a seventh place team. We have a tie for sixth um, with Casey between Casey and myself. Um, with Casey, JT ranked him seventh. Mike, you ranked him eighth. I actually ranked him fifth. You were just looking um, to do whatever you could to rank yourself lower. I scored and I ranked him lower just because of they're just because of poor playing and yep. not filling up the roster. You're right. Yep. You knew yep. that. You're like, yes. Yep. yep. Right call. I, I mean, <laughs> when we get into the surprises, I'll talk more about this. But you know. Um, Casey has a certain running back that's kind of carrying his team and oh really doesn't really uh you know um even on down weeks uh still makes him acceptable and unless something happens to that running back I see Casey's team being in the playoff picture for the rest of the year no matter what kind of decisions he makes as a manager well, that's interesting because right now he's not in it all right I didn't say he was in it I said in the picture and he's in the picture yeah well picture's getting small all right. Um, next, and me, uh, JT and Mike, you had me ranked sixth. I had myself ranked eighth. Um, look, like like I said, I only had one player on buy. I still have all my buys coming up, um, so I'm going to have to deal with that. And I'm dealing with injuries, and there's not an easy fix for my injury. I can't I can't find points from a receiver for my life. Um, <laughs> well, I mean. Julio Jones is usually a bastion of health, so that's shocking. He, and he's like my second highest scoring receiver. I know. Right, and he's like the 87th ranked receiver. You knew this. You said it after the draft. You knew it from the minute he left my house that night. Yeah, I did. I did. I, I, I didn't think Allen Robinson, you know, I, I did not like that pick when I made it. I don't like, I didn't like that offense. I was kind of hoping Justin Fields would do something. Right. And he's been consistent. No matter what kind of horrible quarterbacks he's had, Allen Robinson has always yeah, been yeah, He's always put up numbers. Yeah, I agree. Um, the first year he hasn't. You know, Julio with A.J. Brown not being the number one, I thought, 
Yeah, I thought I'd deal with some injuries, but there. AJ Brown or um, Antonio Brown works great for me. Very happy with that pick. Yeah, agreed. A little up and down as a rookie, I kind of understand that. The problem is, I haven't got any touchdowns from him. There was lots of time. He's had like three or four touchdowns called back on stupid penalties. Um, and that hurts because I'm watching all those games. Oh, I was going to say it must be doubly painful. Um, and honestly, I thought I'd have Michael Thomas back. Um, you know, you, you're going you're gonna to kill me about Fuller. And look, I, under, I understand. Oh, no. There's a chance Michael Thomas is out of the league. But you know what? I don't really care that Fuller was injured for the most part because I didn't want to play him with that Tua. Now that the Dolphins agreed to trade Watson, um, that makes me more comfortable with Fuller. Mm-hmm. Sure. We'll see if Watson actually gets to play. Um, but, you know. So, look. I'm, and we, we said at the draft, I, I'm kind of hoping second half of the season, maybe I can get a big turnaround. Maybe, maybe not. Um, the Eagles don't turn around. They're going to bench Hurts for uh, Minshew, and then I'm really going to be in trouble. That could be a problem. All right. Coming in fifth, we have Haley. Uh, you and Mike ranked her fifth. I ranked her sixth. H- Haley will have a good week, then she has a down week. Yeah, um, inconsistent, but yeah. she's doing well. And I think Lamar's really looked good for her. Currently in the playoffs. Yeah, there you are. Yep. All right. Um, next, we have Jake. JT, you ranked him third. Mike and I had him at fourth. Um, fourth overall. Uh, JT, you come in third overall with you ranking yourself fourth. Mike and I ranking you third. Yep. And then both all three of us had Colin second. And all of us had Scarano first. Um <laughs> A couple weeks ago, you guys mocked me for ranking me fourth, but it's fine. Do you want to talk about? Wait, you got worse? No, I'm just saying. Like you guys made fun of me. <laughs> uh oh, money got you. I mean, it's okay. It's all right. Clearly, you're you. You think I'm third now, so you were right. I'm not fourth. Do you want to talk about the playoff picture, JT? Yeah, sure. Um, looking through it, just uh, as I was going through, um, the actual playoffs are the order that Matt has it now. So the top four are Scarano, Colin, um, and then Jake in third place, still hanging in there. And Michael Thomas with that win getting up to fourth place. Mm-hmm. As uh, Tamale, you mentioned, he's eighth in our composite rankings. And that's up two from 10th where we had him last week. <laughs> and he had 130, which is a fine score, uh, but would have lost to, you know, I think four other teams. And that win was so huge. Got him up to fourth. Um, in with points is me. Uh, I'm, you know, second in the league in points, but that helped to vault me into the fifth spot there. And then as, uh, as we mentioned, uh, excuse me, I, I said that incorrectly. Uh, I am in with points, but I, I am also in fifth with the, uh, my actual record. Casey is in with his record. Um, and that's where it really hurts him to not play that guy because he is hanging on by the skin of his teeth there to the record side of it. And, uh, thanks to our point shift rule that we'll now look at, uh, he will be on the outs. So our change um, for a lot of teams was nothing. There were six teams that didn't change at all, starting with Joel. Um, and then, of course, the top four, which don't move no matter what, as well as me. I ended up in the fifth spot because of points, but I also would have been in the fifth spot because of record. Uh, the teams that had greatly helped um, were Brian, 
who moved up two spots. And, um, you know, his point total was really great there because that actually puts him, uh, you know, close with Rachel in terms of trying to steal that last spot. It very much helped Rachel because it takes her from out of the playoffs to into the playoffs, uh, which is awesome for her to be able to sneak in that way. And the people at Hertz are, well, sorry, Tamala, you, um, albeit yes. that you're not in the playoffs, but it knocks you further out of the playoffs. Uh, and then most impactfully, it hurts Casey, who I believe would have taken Michael Thomas's spot as the fourth mm-hmm. spot and would have been in the playoffs. Now, I'm not going to pretend this is the end of the season. Uh, there's plenty of time left. He can obviously uh, still improve and he'll probably be fine. Uh, as Tamala mentioned, having Henry makes a huge deal. But this little week, um, if it does play a role, will be mentioned at the end of the year as, hey, man, this could have been the time where you could have gone yeah. into the playoffs, and this is what led to you not being there. So uh, plenty, plenty of to, time left. Just to clarify the difference between Rachel and Brian, um, we are talking five points. Wow. Very close. Very, very close. Just, just I just want to look at it just to see, like, outside looking in. That's all. Yeah. Okay. So uh, normally we do the surprise of the week at this point. Um, and because it's the halfway point of the year, we kind of thought we would do something um, a little bit different. And I, I, we thought we would do the um, surprise of the season so far. We know it's only halfway. Uh, but, you know, after seven weeks, we kind of feel like we have there's some trends that we can pick up on. Um all right, so let's start with uh, Joel's team. And um, JT, you said Sanders. Uh, Mike, you said Barkley. And I said Ridley. Um, and I think all three of us, they're all big disappointments for her. Yeah. Well, I don't think Barkley actually was as big of a disappointment until his injury. I, I would argue that he was actually a surprise in the positive for a while there, um, at least until he got hurt, whereas Sanders and Ridley have been uh, a, a negative. It, those first two weeks, they were very down on Barkley, and then he had, he, then he looked a little bit better. Yeah, I mean, just I think he looked better than we all thought for those first maybe three, four weeks, and then the injury came. Um, I don't know; it's an interesting one. We had low. It's hard to say. It's just going to be one of these guys like McCaffrey who's hurt all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's right. And then I'm really surprised with Ridley. You know, whenever Julio was out, he really stepped up. He had some big games. I know it's a new coach down there, but he just looked lost. Um, you know, he didn't miss that game. He missed the London game mm-hmm. for personal reasons. Uh, you know, I hope everything's all right. You never know. We've had quite uh, quite a few personal reasons um, players missing this year. I don't think he was allowed to travel. Oh, maybe. Oh, mm. interesting. Um, he's the 41st ranked receiver, and it shows how valuable receivers are. He has not had a single digit game. He's been at least double digits in every game, and he is the 41st ranked. Really? That's crazy. It reminds you just how valuable that uh, PBR is for us. Yeah. All right. Uh, next, let's go with the Michael Thomas. Uh, JT, you said Mike Davis. Mike, you said Dak, Dallas, and I said Dak. Uh, let's go with Mike Davis first. What were you surprised about Mike Davis? Man, I, when Michael made that pick, I was just like, dang, that's a great one. A typical Michael pick. He snags a guy later in the rounds that is going to just 
be a solid 15 a week, always going to come through. And I'm going to find a couple of weeks where I go, oh, I really wish I had that guy. And I just thought that was going to be great. And one of the later in the um, you know time here studs that we're going to talk about has actually just poached so much of that. Yeah. And it's something we could have never seen coming. Yeah. No one, no one except 2016 JT Everett would have ever known Cordero Patterson was going to be this much of a, a snake for that. So I just look at it as, oh, man. I mean, he's not even playing him. He, he's not even playing him. He, he's, again, had, had you know, 10s, 12s, 13s. Okay. He's okay. He's got one touchdown rushing, one touchdown receiving. But just not putting up the numbers I saw that he put up when McCaffrey was hurt in the past where he looked really, really good, yes. a very good serviceable backup. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, you know, you know, th- thinking about that, think about what you were just saying. You know, I wonder if Patterson's r- reason Ridley has not gotten as much volume. Could be. As Could be. Uh, I said Dak, um, you know, just because, one, I didn't think he'd get off to such a fast start as he did. And two, I mean, their offense hasn't stopped. Um, and they're not even like a pass-first team. They're a run-first team, and they're just destroying other teams. I mean, look, I, I know the Bucks beat them earlier in the year, but they play them 10 times. I bet you they win at least four of them. And I was throwing shade on Dallas in general, and I'll tell you, I was wrong. I have no problem admitting Me it. Too. Me too. That's throwing shade. All right. Moving on to Haley's team. Uh, JT, you said Diggs. Um, and uh, Mike and I both said Lamar. Look, you had Lamar last year. Um, I had him in some other leagues. He just didn't perform. He's been much more consistent. Mm-hmm. Um, he had that bad week one, as a lot of quarterbacks did this year. Yeah, his bad week was a 19. Um, yep. And, and I mean, he's better. You know what? He, he's definitely throwing better from the pocket. I could tell you that. I would argue that outside of one game though, I think he's actually been a better real life quarterback than he's actually been a fantasy quarterback. Whereas in the past, I think sometimes that was reverse. Yes. And and you know what? He's doing this without a real running game, Mm -hmm. but you know what they did? They've invested money to put weapons around him. A little more. A little more. Uh, Mike, Mike, didn't you have Diggs last year? Yes, I did. Yeah, and I, I want to say he was a top three receiver. He was like top a three. top three receiver, and I picked him later. I want to yeah. say like fourth or fifth a round. A big reason one, I want to say, because he was uh, not expected to be as good as we ended up seeing him be. This year, on the other hand, it's not doing poorly, and especially after last week's 24, he boosted his average up a little bit. But he's the 24th-ranked receiver. And in a high-powered Bills offense where we know they want to get him the ball, they're certainly targeting him a lot. Yes. Uh, he's just not putting up the numbers for what he was doing last year and the amount of times that they're trying to get him uh, catches. So, you know, two touchdowns, he's fine. He's fine. He's not, he's not bad. But for where she drafted him, which was yep. second round, 14th overall pick, like we're talking real early, I think he's been a little bit of a letdown. And especially, yes. like Kamala said before, when you're rooting for the player who's on your team, <laughs> that can make it uh, a little more frustrating when 
some of those things yeah. are not happening in the way you thought. Makes it trouble. Yeah, but you know what? He, he he's been playing. He he's shown some flashes, and I could see him. So great! I love having him. I I, I, I can see him being one of those players who really helps at the end of the season. Yeah, but and, yeah, if you're watching the team, Knox was getting a lot of those touchdowns down near the goal line that maybe would have gone to him last year, and now Knox is out with that broken hand. Maybe they start going to Diggs a little more. Maybe. All right, next uh, with me, um, JT, you said Fuller. <laughs> Joking. Hurts. Scrawny, you said Hurts. Oh, yeah, I you said Fuller. Uh, I mean, what do you want me to say? Like, I feel like everything's possibly been said about Fuller. So I, I cannot say it's a surprise that, that he's hurt himself this bad repeatedly. Um, no, it, I, it, it's, it's, a, it's a surprise that it's not a soft tissue injury. That's what's the surprise. It, he's soft. And he yeah, injury in general. I mean, Tamale, he has 8.6 points on the season. I feel like that's lower than you were hoping. And uh, I really... I don't know. We can move on from him. Uh, I really do think Hertz has been not only um, as good as you hope, but I think he's been better fantasy-wise. In real life, there's plenty to be desired. Yes. But at 25, he is a king of garbage time, an absolute king of garbage time. And yeah. he is going to get his running, and he's scoring a couple at the end of the game where he's you know maybe sometimes getting two rushing touchdowns or throwing a bomb at the end of the game. And he is the third-ranked quarterback in the league. And for where you got him, Tamala, I think that is an absolute steal. Uh, we saw a little bit of what he could do at the end of last year, but you got him in the 11th round. I would argue there were probably six, seven, maybe eight quarterbacks drafted before him, if not more. Yeah, yeah. Um, and for where you got him, you're in a much better place than a lot of us who drafted earlier quarterbacks. So I think it was smart, especially taking the risk on your own fantasy player. However, <laughs> as you mentioned with the Minshew specter hanging over him you do have a little bit of a worry if the team doesn't start to perform yeah i do and like i said earlier too i really need him to just throw a touchdown to smith it would just really really help um you know just just because that's the double you know um and there's been so many just called back it's been ridiculous <laughs> like yes he's ranked third he could be ranked even higher yes sure all right, JT, um, with your team, you said Fournette. Um, Mike, you said Knox. I said Herbert. Yeah, so, I mean, I feel like I actually had the conversation about Fournette last week. I think yeah. he went ahead and had another good week. You know, he had another 17 this week. Um, mm -hmm. He's just – he's doing it in not very many touches. And if you watch the game, Brady's still throwing for four touchdowns. They got Ronald Jones coming in every three drives. But he's been really good. You know, I got him in the 13th round. And yeah. Okay. He's 10th ranked running back. So, and, and you know, this is more of a uh, drafting strategy that I'll get into. And, you know, the, the more, you know, you hear the term zero RB strategy and you're like, that's stupid. Why would I ever do that? You know, the more I look at it, you know, that's something I might need to try next year. And I'll break it down for you guys because, you know, one, you get a player like Fournette who's performing well. You get a player like Cordell Patterson who's performing well. Um, but you look at the waiver wire each week 
the only players that are really being like, these are the big players in the waiver wire each week now, after, say, week three, running backs. You know, yes, I could pick up a wide receiver and I might get like a week possibly better than one of my wide receivers, but it's a 50-50 shot and it's probably not going to be anything consistent. Whereas with the running back, you pick up one of these guys on waivers, you might get a couple good solid weeks of him performing as a number one. Um, so, you, you know, that just kind of makes me seeing Fournette there's just one thing I'm thinking about. Yeah. All right. Scrano, you said Knox? Yeah, more of a Bills thing, I, I suppose, than a fantasy thing. Uh, just to see, I, I actually was leaning towards him just kind of being a complete bust, and he looks great as of late. That's all I'll say. Mike, I would argue you picked the wrong tight end. Knox has been fine, but he hasn't technically missed a week yet thanks to the buy, and he's the ninth-ranked tight end. I think you should have looked at the guy I have in right now, which is Gesicki, who is the third-ranked tight end and uh, actually might be getting play based on his rapport uh, with Tua these last couple weeks. Uh, so I actually may have uh, may have may have made that switch. I got two good ones if anybody needs one. Both off the waiver wire. Both off the waiver wire. Um, and Which is crazy for a position. Yes, and I tried so to the, the the position has so few good players. For me to be able to get both those guys is just dumb luck. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, I said Herbert just because you know year two. Oh, he's been a he's been a letdown. No, I'm not. I, I, I'm. I'm saying he. He. He's been much better than I thought he was going to be. I kind of thought, like they saw with um, Lamar, y- they might have figured him out a little bit. No, I mean you didn't know coming in new coach if that would change anything. He's been great. Hmm. He's number ten ranked quarterback. It's a ten team league. That doesn't make me feel good. After he's had a bye. Yeah, but he was like seven before that. I, I just I expected more out of him for where I drafted him. Where did you? Which quarterback was he ranked? I would have taken him if you weren't right before me. I probably took him as like the fifth quarterback. I took him in the fifth round. Okay. I don't know. I, I, I really I, high on him. I don't think he's lived up to it yet. I mean, he might, but he hasn't yet. All right. All right. Next, we have Casey. Um, JT, you said Lockett. Skarana, you said Parker. Um, and I said Henry. Yeah, I mean, my, my Lockett should come with the caveat of it's all tied to Russell Wilson. And and I know that uh, his success is entirely contingent on that. If you look at the before and after, it's it's quite stark. But he did have a couple lower weeks. Um, and he's honestly, he's more bust, though. He's definitely been a bust. I mean, after the first two weeks, he's Lost. never scored above 10. And he's had four of those five weeks after the first two that were below seven. So he's been really, really. And he's kind of a home run hitter, and I don't see Geno Smith being a home run thrower. Yeah, he hasn't scored a touchdown since week two. And and Geno, I mean, I know it was raining, but boy, did he look bad last night. Yeah. Well, yeah. And even on his touchdown with Metcalf, uh, the the defender slipped. Yeah, that wasn't that was not impressive. So, All right, so Toronto, we said Parker. Well, it, it, it has nothing to do with fame. It has nothing to do with this idea. 
that I can't believe we're reliving people not playing players. I like I'm I you want to talk about shocked. It's it's an absolute shock to me that we're reliving this. T- tell us how you really feel. <laughs> like another lap around idiot park. Right. Another lap. I'll, I'll move on to Derek Henry. Um, I'm gonna say, you know, Casey's what the fifth rank team ish around there. Yeah. I would say without Derrick Henry on his team, um, if he didn't luck, and you know, I'm gonna say he he lucked into him because I don't necessarily think he was aiming for him. It just he was like the sixth person drafting, and that's just where he fell. Right. The, he, he he's doing things that no other running back has had. He had a down week this week with only 17 points. Only he is so far ahead of any other running back. Yeah. It's how's it been? This right, is, let's let's put it this way, Tamala. Um, if you take away his defense and his kicker, which just don't, to me don't count, Casey does not have a top ten position player at any position other than Henry. And you know, uh, I I mean, you look at the first four weeks of the league. I mean, he looked he looked like he was going to cruise top. I mean, he was up there. So I, I think um, it's just amazing what Henry's doing. No one really saw it coming. And, uh, you know, there's a good sh- – he's going to get MP- MVP vote, which is, you know, amazing thinking that a running back is going to get it. Yeah, very hard to see. All right. Uh, next we have Colin. We all said Swift. Um, there are a lot of questions coming into the season with him. And Number two ranked back. He, he's looked yep. – Such a big part of, this, of the passing game as well. And you know what? I mean, being on the Detroit—that's really team, what it is. Where they have nothing else. Hawkinson has been a disappointment. Huge. Um, you think they'd be able to stop him, but they just can't. I, I, it's because he's catching passes. He's in there for the third downs. He's in there as an yeah. every down back catching those passes. And Detroit's always had a committee approach for years. And Swift just looks not only good, but like he's good on garbage time. He's good in the beginning of the games and. And you know what? Next week, Swift, 200 yards. I also think golf is pretty quick back down. Right. Playing, playing the Eagles with their soft defense. Ah, uh, there we go. He, he's he's going to run all over them. Um, next, we have Brian. Um, JT, you said Henderson. Uh, Scarani said Murray. And I said Gibson. Um, yeah, I would argue Henderson just because of where he was drafted. I think the Rams have also had kind of a – a committee approach, and then there was the injury at the start of the year where we went, oh, Akers is out. Can we trust Henderson? And last year, the answer to that was no. And so I think there was a lot of hesitancy to trust him again. Um, and so, I, you know, I was looking at it today. Brian took him in the ninth round, and he's the 14th ranked back, and that's really late for a good running back. And he, he's been good, um, and, and Brian has not had a lot of consistency. And outside of this last week, he'd been above 15 every single week. Um, he just looks like he's a stud back on a good offense, and that's that's hard to find. People were worried about Michelle, didn't really take his carries. Uh, Gibson has not been as consistent for him, but uh, thankfully, Henderson's really stepped up. No, yeah. And you, you know, you had people talking about Gibson being top 10 running back, um, really looking to make that jump this year. Um I think part of that has to do with quarterback injury. Part of that has to do with Gibson's own injury holding him back. 
But for what all the hype with Gibson at the beginning of the year, right. um, I, I think he's kind of a disappointment for uh, what he's given Brian. I think that's fair. Yeah. And yeah. I'm scrolling. You said Murray. You know, I, I just didn't picture him to be at number two. That that's all it really is. It, 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 it's it, he's outperformed where I thought he would be. I really didn't picture him that high. As a matter of fact, I didn't picture Arizona being this good. Well, you, you know what I'll, I'll say with Murray too is last year when he was putting up the numbers, it was most of it was going to Hopkins, and you know, um, and Ho- Hopkins has, has scored, but he hasn't nearly gotten the kind of volume he got last year. He's um, got more weapons for sure. So I mean, the fact that he's but I mean he has out, multiple four game four touchdown games, man. I mean, like I just didn't picture that good. That's all. Yeah, I, I, I'm saying he is. I think he has a really good control of the offense, and he's able to spread the ball to all his uh, weapons, not just one. I'm surprised that none of us put Waller down, considering he's the eighth-ranked tight end. When I think all of us thought he would probably be top two. After, I mean, last year he was. That wasn't hot. I, 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 but, I don't know. but but you know what I'll say. Uh, watching the Raiders and how they use the tight end against the Eagles. Uh, I think once Waller gets back and he's healthy, uh, you might see him putting up better numbers than he was there. Yeah, just hasn't hasn't had the greatest start. So, I don't know. All right, next we have Jake. Um, JP, you and I both said Malcolm Brown. Mm-hmm. Uh, Serrano said Mahomes. Marquise. Uh, Marquise, I'm sorry. Hollywood. Hollywood. Um, and, you know, I, I loved Hollywood last year. You sure I did. Was, I was all over him, several teams. Um, and you missed it by one year. I, I, I thought he was good, and he just – he couldn't do anything last year. It wasn't – even even the high games weren't that high. And it – and he's just – I mean, he's been putting on a show. Um, he's – I think he's made Lamar look like a better quarterback. Um, I think they have a good chemistry. And he's making those tough – catches where you know you could win you he could have a big week based on volume rather than just breaking that one big one where last year and even his rookie year he, you needed that one big play for him to really be relevant yeah he's got uh six touchdowns and honestly probably would have had seven or eight if you're watching that one detroit game when he just dropped wide open touchdown passes a couple times um so he's just being able to get behind the defense repeatedly regardless of who they're playing and putting up big numbers. He's, he's been a stud. All right. And then, uh, Scaron, you said Mahomes. Yeah. I mean, uh, Mr. Interception. Well, I mean, he's at a number four, which he's at a number four, which I, I guess looks pretty good. I mean, he was uh, pretty well, maybe our league's a little bit different, but most leagues would put him at a consensus number one. And, um, he looks sloppy lately. It's almost not even as much fantasy as just like watching him play. He doesn't look as good as he used to. I think that's fair. And that could go away. It could get, it could get better. Yeah. yeah. He took away last it, week. It, it, isn't it, it, like they're not an impressive offense. Yeah. None, none of that's wrong. They struggle around the red zone. Take away last week's seven, though, and he's I mean, probably they don't, one or two quarterbacks. So. Yeah, but he, he, he has not looked good. He he. I mean, he he's had turnover in six straight games now. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I don't I don't know if that Super Bowl kind of broke him a little bit. Um I I don't know. I, I think the league's maybe figured out. I'll tell own. you this. He's had I believe he has one offensive lineman that he had in the Super Bowl. Well, that was by design too. It they makes a difference. I think that's yeah. the problem. Uh, he has not had the protection that he uh, enjoyed his uh, yeah. first couple of years in the league. Yep. All, All right. right. Let's look at the last Patrick. one. All right. Um, Patter uh, and uh, you know Scarano, and I think this says something about why Scarano is the number one scoring team in the league. Uh, it, you know, it's not the same player. It's uh, Patterson, Chase, and Cup. Um, yeah. And, and they I are thought about both. the other two. I almost put down Chase and Cup myself. You know, and the, the, all three of them yeah. are outplaying. Um, you know, Patterson, no, everyone, I mean, we joked about it for the first couple of weeks. Like, hey, Patterson's a thing. Ha ha. Right. Just wait till he falls back to earth. Um, <laughs> you know, everyone was nervous about Chase coming in the year. He can't catch. Uh, he's what, number three receiver? Yeah, just a monster. Yeah, drop piece. Yeah, and then, and then you have Cup, who's the number one. Yeah, the drop piece is a home run hitter. But but not only is he the number one receiver, he's a number one receiver by like a historic margin. He's doing the same thing Derrick Henry's doing, just for the receivers. So, yeah, I mean, he looks good, and and, and I almost could have put, and I'm going to say this because I wasn't hot on it at the beginning. I could almost put Stafford. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Mike, I certainly uh, didn't think he'd be looking to you. You have, it's, it, you're good everywhere, but where you're really benefiting is a lot of people on your team catch a lot of passes. And in a PPR league, you're just seeing a great yeah. deal of benefit from that. Cup is known for that. Jonathan Taylor catches a lot of passes. McLaurin catches passes. Chase is getting a ton. Cordero Patterson, a running back who catches a lot of passes. You know, we're just seeing over and over again how valuable that is. That I'm, t- I'm not even taking into account Keenan Allen or a Kareem Hunt. Uh, you know, it's just like guy after guy after guy where you're just getting catch, catch, catch. And those are the most valuable things we got because a, a one-yard catch is still a 1.1 in the books, and that, that really matters. But, you know, I, I'll say this. Um, I, I think – that running back, the uh, what is it, Ernest uh, Brown? Is it Brown? Johnson. Johnson. I think him having a good game, Scarano, yeah. is the worst thing that could have happened to you. We could I say, think. we could say, listen, I've been playing with Chubb and Hunt the whole time, man. Yeah, you, you, you have, but you know, you, you were kind of hoping that, you know, I know you, were, you weren't that mad because you had Hunt when Chubb went down. You know, with Chubb coming back, you would have thought nobody picked up. Nobody picked up the Ernest on the waivers, man. Yeah, you could have. I mean, hey, yeah, it was a smart move. That's one of the last waiver picks, man. It 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 worked out for you. I can't believe it. I'm saying, I think you're going to have a little bit more of a share than you really wanted there. Um, Hmm. I I think there are worse. I don't know. Oh no, I I would trade teams with Toronto in a second. Oh, would you? I'm playing Chubb this week. Yeah, I think he'll be back. I think he'll be all right. Yeah. I wouldn't worry. Darius Johnson isn't going to be a, a major worry, I, I don't believe. All right, let's go on to um, the matchups for this upcoming week. 
we have Brian uh, taking on the Michael Thomas. Um, right now, it's Huge. about 15 points uh, difference uh, in favor of Brian. Um, Huge. Huge matchup. Michael needs to win. Brian needs to get back on track. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, I, I did see Brian was trying to trade uh, Brady. Um, smart. You know, what? That's smart. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, it, yeah. it'll be interesting to see what Kamara does against Tampa Bay. Um, he had a lot of catches last night. And if that will continue for him, all the better because you can't really run against Tampa Bay. Yep. Next. All right. Next, um, we have uh, Casey taking on uh, Jake. Both these teams really need this victory. Casey um, doesn't have a quarterback in right now, which is skewing his projected total. Yeah, but it, it, yeah, give the quarterback 20 points. Um, Listen, and if he doesn't figure it out by Friday, he might not have a quarterback. I understand how these things go. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> Friday. Sharp. And, you know, Jake, Jake really helps because he does get Jefferson and Cook back this week. And Cook having an extra week to rest only helps. Yep, especially for Cook. Um, sure. So that's, that's going to be a tough tough for uh, Casey to overcome. Casey. All right, next we have uh, Rachel taking on Joel. Uh, both are missing players right now. Yep. Joel's got a lot of a lot of moves to make, but she gets Allen back. Yep. Um, although Wentz played great for her. And, yeah, he uh, played really well. That was better than you would have thought, especially in those conditions. Yeah, as, as we talked about. All right, uh, JT, you are playing Colin. Um, right now, you are missing uh, somebody? Kicker. Not much. Missing a kicker. Um, and uh, right now... Collins about 15 points projected ahead of you. Um, so, and you know, this is, this is funny. Does he start playing Burrow over Rogers? Hmm. Rogers doesn't have Adams playing tomorrow night. Yeah. I saw that with the COVID thing. Um, yeah. I don't know. I think it's very tough for Darren Rogers. I just think this is a fascinating matchup. Two of the top three teams in points going against each other. And uh, you know, at least from my perspective, I've kind of just been of the, I just worry about points. I just worry about points. I just worry about points. But now all of a sudden, like you said, it's kind of sneaking into the fifth seed with record. Too, so. It's getting closer. I'm not there yet, but I, I, I would be okay with losing to Colin if I lost, you know, 170 to 150. Well, like I said, I mean, based on your, your scores, I would expect right. your record to be better. Um, so, and next we have... Uh, Myself, I am playing Scarano. Um, oh, I love it. I love it, Tamala. Thank you, may have another. Yeah, Tamala, you have a whole bunch of players with zero projection in here. Yeah, it's almost like you went ahead and messed with your lineup. Are you trolling? No, he doesn't do that. This is trolling. He doesn't do that. Not his style. All right. This is trolling. Wait, 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 wait hold on a sec, guys. Hold on a sec. Well, right. Thomas will be back to play. I'm looking something. I'm looking for something. You know what's going to be funny, though, Tamala? When you lose 156 to 75 and you actually put the real guys in? That's going to be funny. Yeah. No. Okay, so here it is. JJ, you know, <laughs> you know, That's just trolling. We, we, we were joking around that I was going to lose to you because you had all your guys on by. We right? were joking about that. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I went into the week. Like, this wasn't one of the, uh, oh, Sunday, I'm not feeling good. Like, we talked about this beforehand. 
I, uh, I feel like I, I was going to lose. I, I'm going to I'm going to make the prediction right now. I'm going to beat Serrano. I'm going to give I'm going to hand Serrano his first loss. I All guarantee right. you. Wow, guarantee, school lunch, buddy. School, school lunch. lunch. Oh man, for those on the school uh, lunch audio medium, there was a handshake, virtual handshake. There's um, a handshake, and there's nothing worse. Guarantee. Bringing your class to that cafeteria line. And to see him standing there waiting, there's nothing worse. <laughs> now, Tamala, from what and I it's always like the next day. When it's you make always the, bet the bet, next day, like absolutely, you have, to, you have to keep the lineup you have in when the bet was made. <laughs> and this was uh, no, no, no. I, I, I have Friday to change it. You have till Friday. That's right. I'm sorry, I forgot a uh, league rule. League rule. All right, guys. Um, Friday. I like it. I like it, Tamala. All right. Uh, any, anything else? Garano, do you have something something you want to share? No, I have nothing for you, my friend. I have nothing for you. KC, player players. All right. So, uh, um, either uh, yes or no. Will more Green Bay Packers go out on COVID before the game tomorrow night? No, we didn't hear anything today. No. I say no. Lazard went out today. No. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. it wasn't like a string of ten guys yeah, waiting on a test result back. Yeah, know. but you you get you get test results back too quickly. You would have heard him more today. Okay, okay. Hey, that's fine with me. If he loses yeah, Adams and Lazard and has to play Rodgers, like you said, maybe he goes with Burrow. No. Who? Yep. Cra- cra- crazy times with uh, fantasy with uh, you know some of these teams. No doubt. No doubt. Right, Good guys. luck this week, fellas. Cannot wait to see who gets the school lunch. All right. We'll either be back school next week. School lunch. See you guys later, all right? Uh, we'll be back. All right. Have a good night, everyone. See you guys.